Welcome to the I Get Better podcast with your hosts, Charlene Renee and Phaedra Smith, where we discuss topics related to life, love, mental, physical, and spiritual health, and how we can all get better together. Welcome back to the I Get Better podcast. I'm your host, Charlene Renee. And I'm Phaedra Smith. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how I get better at communication, specifically how to get better at assertive communication. This is going to be good. Yes. So we like to start by defining the word or topic which we will be discussing for today. So Phaedra, do you have the definition of communication? I do. The definition according to Webster is the imparting or exchanging of information or news. Also sending or receiving information over the phone or just talking to someone in person. I think that's an important definition, but I want to also add on what we call effective communication. Just being more specific, Effective communication is defined as the ability to convey information to another effectively and efficiently, being clear, making sure the other person understands. That's how we define effective communication. In my opinion, those are two different things because you can communicate, but if it's not effective, then it is pointless. Right. We all communicate every day. So this is something that I know comes up a lot in the work that we do in and working with clients in teaching how communication can be improved. It is a skill. All of us do know how to communicate, but we don't always know how to communicate effectively. Right, right. Let's talk about what communication, assertive communication means, because we want to focus on that. One of the things I kind of want to go over first is what are the different styles of communication? So when we talk about assertive communication, that is ideally what level of communication we would seek to strive for. When we're talking about what ways in which people could be communicating that is not classified as assertive, there's been a few different types that have been identified. One of the other methods of communication or interaction styles is passive. You have passive communicators, then you have aggressive communicators, and then you have passive aggressive communicators. Yes. And these are all different. Also, like how people, like their personality styles also, which will be another episode. But yes, and speaking of communication, I think it's important to, to really identify the different types. Do you have those, some examples, Charlene, and the different types, like how they, how they speak differently? Yeah, so when we're talking about a person who communicates passively, it's typically one who doesn't speak up. They may feel that their feelings, their rights, their opinions are not as important as others. They may not be able to verbalize or vocalize their needs and the things that they want. So they may internalize it. And so typically uh, these would be the avoidant type of communicators. They don't want confrontation. They don't want to start any trouble. So they kind of just remain more quiet and reserved. Then you have aggressive communicators who are more dominating, controlling. They feel that their rights are more important than other people. And they may use a lot of you languaging. So when we talk about assertive communication, you would hear more I 
statements or I messages versus you messages. And then passive aggressive, most people are pretty familiar with this, that um, Mm -hmm. nice, nasty (laughs) type of communication (laughs) where you may be more sarcastic, manipulative, you may lie, you may uh, smile in their face, but kind of just repress how you really feel and maybe you're not upset about something when you really are that's a form of communication too (laughs) and so communication is not just the words we say but also the body language the tone of voice Mm -hmm. the the gestures the attitude that comes behind our message those those other three types other than assertive are typically where people may fall in line and not necessarily walk in one category all of the time. They may transition in and out of different types of communication styles, depending on who it is and, and where they are. Working towards being more assertive, which is ideal for most people in most relationships to be able to feel that everyone's rights are equal. You have a sense of self-esteem that you don't put your needs above anyone else, but you do communicate them to others. You're direct. You're honest about how you feel. I think it's important to talk about this, especially in relationships, but also like a passive type of communicator, like as you mentioned, tends to not get their needs met and they also tend to feel like they're unheard Mm -hmm. especially if they're talking to an aggressive uh, communicator and so I think it's important to really be able to sometimes sit with yourself to know what you want and know what you're trying to say so that you can also identify what emotions are going on and possibly preventing you from being able to articulate what you're trying to say. Because if there's fear in there or there's a thought that is telling you that um, there's gonna it's, this is going to be confrontational, this is going to go wrong, it really is going to dictate possibly how you end up which type of style you use when you communicate in a situation. Do you have any examples of any of these? I think that would be fun to give them some examples if you have any. I mean, I think after one easy thing is to talk about iMessages that we most likely talk about with clients, especially in couples. You deal a lot with couples, Charlene. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you've taught iMessages and things like that. Do you have an example of an iMessage? Yeah, like an iMessage is basically saying how you feel using, starting with I rather than the word you. And so, for example, I felt disappointed when we didn't go to the movies like we planned yesterday, right? And so it wasn't, you said we were going to the movies and we didn't go and now you made me mad because you always do this. (laughs) And every time we get ready to go somewhere, you do something to make us miss it, right? So, (laughs) which is more critical and attacking and blaming and not taking responsibility for or acknowledging how you feel right to to start the sentence off with the word i you take ownership of your feelings your needs you are able to kind of put the fire out in some instances by not putting the blame on someone else but recognizing that you can communicate to someone how you feel about a certain situation that's really good. I think you kind of hit assertive and aggressive because aggressive is right. that you stuff, right? right. Dominating, right. Yeah, blaming. Exactly. I think passive aggressive, most of us 
I, and I'll also say most of us tend to or can kind of flow between all of these depending on our state of mind, what's going on. So we just, we can all, but some people tend to stay in one category or the other. And I, and I believe the healthier you, you become, you start to stay in the more assertive category. Yeah. So, so yeah, because one of the things that I find is when someone uh, does not communicate assertively is because they either were taught that assertive communication is rude or mm -hmm. selfish or mean or yep. one of these faulty ideas. Um, and so they started, and this can happen at a very young age where you're kind of silenced <laughs> when you do yeah. try to speak up for yourself and so you learn that it's not okay and so you become an adult who does not know how to be assertive and and all of us know how we feel we just may not know how to express it in a way right or may not feel that we should or that we're allowed to express how we feel because we don't want to be judged or we don't want to be criticized for feeling <laughs> for being upset right. so a lot of the time people just haven't learned how to be assertive or they are afraid to be assertive because they don't they have a perception of assertiveness that is a little bit flawed. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I have so many clients that I'm walking through that with them and they they primarily will come to me for depression, anxiety, or some sort of thing like that. And when we get to the root of it, it's like at the bottom of it, it's just that they have not been able to articulate their needs. And that to them makes them want to break out of hive mm -hmm. to be able to tell somebody how they really feel. Mm -hmm. And so they'd much rather walk through life with a mask on and be completely exhausted and avoidant. Right. And, and this is not what they would rather do, but this has become their norm, most likely from childhood. They learn somewhere to do this. Yeah. And so the ways to get better, the, the, the good thing about it is because it is a skill it can be learned it can be improved upon so even if mm -hmm. you taught one thing as a child you can be better as an adult right you can, you can change and so there's a few things that you could do one of the things I think you you talked about a little bit earlier was stopping for a moment to check in with yourself and mm -hmm. identify or sit with yourself identify what you you feel before you speak up and verbalize what it is a lot of times when you're having exchanges they go really fast <laughs> so mm -hmm. if someone says something you feel like you have to respond immediately right away within the next split second and so you may not have really had the time to process how you feel about what was said or what you would like gather your words get your words together so one of the tips to get better is to take that pause take a break take a breath stop and think check in with yourself how do I feel about this situation, this experience, what was said to me, what this person is relating to me, this message that I received, and then formulate a response. Another tip would be to make eye contact. It's harder to be, well, be dismissed, I should say, or feel like people won't take you seriously if you avert, if you don't avert your eye gaze, if you look them in the eye, if you let them know like, this is really how I feel. I'm not just being dramatic or I'm not being whatever. And so being able to make that eye contact, take a breath, take a pause before you respond and identify what do I feel. Start with the feelings first and then continue in 
the conversation and expressing of needs. Well, what do I need at this point right. after I've right. identified what you mean, what I feel? Yeah, it's really important to be able to know how you feel, but also know what you need and also give yourself a chance to identify those things, which in the beginning of this practicing, it will be more difficult because you're not used to checking in with yourself and you're not used to really getting your needs met. It's going to be harder for you in the beginning, but the goal is to practice doing those things. Another tip I would say is to write it down. I encourage pretty much all my clients to journal, um, but I also think that when I say write it down, I don't mean text message people because I really think that it's important to have these types of conversations in person or via FaceTime or at least on the phone with someone, particularly because I think it's so important for people to be able to hear your voice. And I think it's also important for you as that person that's trying to get better in this area to practice realizing that it's okay for me to, to, to use my voice. Um, I'm not a bad person. This is a healthy thing that I'm doing just because I wasn't taught this. I didn't grow up in a household like this. This is healthy. This is the proper way to do it. And so I, and I also just think it's easy for people to dismiss text messages. So when I say write it down, I mean, it goes back to giving yourself that time that you need, but also to help yourself to take away some of the panic and anxiety by relieving it from you having to remember it all. In those moments when you're actually talking to the person, that's also a big step that you're taking in overcoming that fear or those false beliefs that you have in your mind about what it would look like if you were to approach someone or were to articulate your feelings and, and your needs. So writing it down really does also take some of that pressure off. And it doesn't matter how it looks, you write it down because this is what you need in order to get better. And so, and this is what we're talking about. How do I get better at communicating assertive? Yeah. And I have one last point before we wrap up. So when you, you mentioned writing it down, you can write it down to get that clarity and get your words together, but then also recognize you really can be brief when you're assertive as well. You can say no. Saying no is one way to practice being more assertive. And that's the thing that I think most people struggle with as far as assertive communication is simply that one word sentence of no <laughs> and not yep. having to explain why the answer is no, why you don't want to do something or why you cannot do something that someone is asking you to do. Even if you do, you know, write down and get it out and get your words together but then when you get ready to communicate to that person still try to be concise and clearly direct about what you're trying to say so now your message doesn't get lost in the, the receiver's ear by being too much of an explanation when you don't really have to explain why you feel a certain way to someone or why you don't want to do something and that is healthy <laughs> to say no yeah sometimes. just saying that and letting that be the the end of it that's really good yeah, yeah. I think we go on and on I think maybe we'll do another part um, if, if we want to get into some of the other ones but I really think that this was really good and I hope that the listeners really take note of that and realize there's nothing wrong with you it's just simply a new norm that you're creating for yourself as you work on getting healthier right so. yeah all yeah, right, so until next time, remember to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast and listen on any of the available platforms. Please. Yes. So until next time, let's keep getting better so we can do better in order to be better.